Welcome back to another episode here at That Talk Podcast, the best podcast to get info on business and self-growth and the community and where you can belong. We're your hosts. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Jose. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at That Talk Pod to see any new updates that we have. We also have a new website where we're going to be regularly posting some stuff. The blog's yes, coming soon. And we have a new YouTube channel out at That Talk Pod too. So make sure to check us out there. Yes, sir. And make sure to check us out, like Jose was saying, at www.thattalkpod.com. And like he was saying, a YouTube channel, uh, future blog, everything. So it's going to be an exciting time. And, you know, it's exciting right here at That Talk. You know, a bunch yeah. of current changes. And we're going to continue to change and continue to make everything better uh, for you guys here at That Talk. Yeah, I agree. We have a lot of exciting stuff. And, you know, I feel like this time around we're actually delivering on a lot of good stuff. And, you know, it's going to be a fun season. So, yes, sir. You see, catching us, you're catching us at a different angle right here in yeah. episode number three right here. So, yeah. it's exciting stuff. You know, we're always finding ways to make, make things better. We want the best for our audience. So, without further ado, let's get into the cap. Yeah. Starting with the cap fact of the day. So, Jose got the cap <laughs> fact for this week. So, why don't you tell us about what's been on your mind lately? Yeah. So, with today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, self identification and uh, why it's kind of imperative. So a fact that I kind of found around it, which is kind of crazy, is that uh, insecure people tend to behave more morally. So that, that's kind of crazy. And before people start thinking that, like, oh, what does that mean? It basically means people who are insecure about a certain trait. So say, for example, that you're insecure about your generosity. You're right. going to try to be more generous, you know, but you're not doing it with the intention of being generous. Right. You know, because that's in the back of your mind. Like, you have to prove yourself or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like at one point we've all kind of at least done that a little bit i think it's just the degree and like how much like some people do some people probably do it with like more than others right some people are probably more insecure about like you know even their what they do it for like their strengths you know honestly yeah. and then they just that's why they want to they're like oh i don't want to mess this up so they exactly. keep on like doing that like you said like get being more generous even though it's like not coming from the heart or like the intention isn't right but it's kind of you know that is kind of crazy and really interesting to think about you know yeah yeah it is kind of crazy and i i agree with what you said that to some degree like people do think about it like for example like one of the biggest ones that i think about is like when people think about if they're being nice or not right like people think about that all the time and and doing that like you're more focused on doing something because of an idea not necessarily because you want to be nice so that's basically kind of crazy but you know it kind of leads into self-identification like people don't really know themselves so that's why they have to create a persona right yeah and that's definitely more you know like you're saying the topic we're going to talk about self-identification it's definitely an important topic and i think it's kind of like a a lost art that you could say that people don't really you know you know think about themselves a yeah. lot. you know it's kind of crazy um especially right here in america i'd say more yeah. than ever because we're always working there's always something to do and we're kind of so consumed in our our lives that you know when you kind of ask it's kind of crazy when you ask somebody like oh what are your hobbies or like what do you like to do and stuff like that and they're like huh like i don't even know you know i just do this one thing you know like that yeah like, i either work all the time or you know like like work is like what i usually do all the time or mm-hmm uh they're like i just do this you know they're defined by one thing and that one thing only so it's kind of crazy how much people don't really get to get like know themselves in their lifetime and i think that's one of the most important things that you know could lead to success and happiness in the future you know that's definitely you know something that we need to always come to terms with and always got to think about ourselves and who we want to be defined as so self-identification is definitely an important topic that probably isn't talked about as much but we're here to cover it here at that talk and how you need it for success exactly and you know I mean, you kind of hit the, the ball in the head, but I mean, it's kind of crazy, like, how you said that in this country, like, you know, we don't really see, like, people really self-identifying and knowing themselves, and it's kind of crazy because this country is known for being individualistic, right. but it's kind of crazy because nobody's really 
unique or individualistic like we're kind of built more like a collectivist in some other ways because people are kind of built around like the idea of others like what they see what they perceive and what people want right and people just kind of build themselves around that and that's why we find a lot of people not being incredibly happy at their jobs or incredibly happy with themselves because since they never self-identified and realized who they really are they kind of built their image around somebody else or some other things or society or anything but you know kick us off why why is it that we need to why should we know uh, to self-identify and why is it like something that leads us for success? Right. So to know, you know, to know why it needs to lead us for success, we got to first identify the yeah. definition of self-identification. <laughs> yeah. And self-identity is practically how you identify and define yourself. It's your perception of specific and selective traits, qualities and abilities and characteristics <laughs> that represent you. So it's not really like who you are, what other per- people perceive you to be. Yeah. It's really about what you think who you really are. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's kind of like an interesting definition, you know. Yeah. It's not what other people think, it's what you think of yourself. Yeah. And that's something that I think is that definition definition was interesting to me so and kind of made me like realize why like a lot of people have like like a identity crisis you could say. Yeah. Especially you know people like I believe like in our age group, you know, yeah. and uh, millennials like Gen and Gen X uh, Zers. Yeah. Because especially with social media, I think that we are so consumed in other people's lives and uh, we 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 just don't really know our own really to be exactly. honest and it's kind of crazy cuz you know, we want we want to emulate the lives of others, uh, like of people we see or, you know, people that we think that are like, hey, they're cool or you yeah. know, their lifestyle is like what I want to be. And we try to imitate them. But then you get lost, like trying to find yourself, like trying to do like other people's, you know, journey. So exactly. That's crazy. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of like that's kind of what I thought of, like my first initial thoughts when I first saw this definition of self-identity. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of crazy. And, you know, I kind of see it all the time. Like how you said, like a lot of people just want to build themselves around other things or unrealistic things. Um, one of the things where I kind of see that is, is in younger people, Mm -hmm. um, for example, like, you know, our siblings and stuff like that, like a lot of times they see like some unrealistic things that we already kind of know a little bit about, you know, like they kind of think that the perception of success is much easier because the people that sold them that idea sold it on the basis that it was very easy to attain. Right. Exactly. And it creates this whole distorted image of people, and that's why people aren't very happy, because once they attempt certain things or try to be like those people, they don't end up reaching those, and they become very unhappy. But, um, I mean, it, it is kind of important, but to really know how to self-identify, there's actually a whole process that kind of needs to be laid out. And laid out for us. <clears throat> it's actually known as VITALS, and it's basically an acronym that basically stands for Values, Interests, Temperament, Around-the-Clock Activities, Life Mission and meaningful goals and strengths yeah we'll definitely go into depth with each of these because i think each of these are definitely like an important topic to talk about and you exactly know, it's something that we need to really get to really get to self-identify ourselves and how to do it i think exactly it's easy to tell like the definition and like you know to do it but we gotta yeah. really just explain the process and break it down for everybody to why this is important how to get you know uh how to get self-identification <laughs> to lead to success but then success guys mm-hmm. like we don't mean it obviously by just uh, like money and wealth, you know, yeah. obviously that's a big part of the reason I say you can't, you can't even <laughs> yeah. buy, you know, it's always a big part of the reason, but you know, happiness and just, you know, overall content with like yourself and like, you know, we, that's always one thing we got to consider too. Yeah. Once, you know, the curtains hang for each of us, you know, cause I mean, we're all human. We all only get like around approximately like what, 80 years uh, yeah. around in this lifetime. And you know, who we want to be identified and who we want to be, you know, defined as when that, it's all said and done. 
it's definitely something to consider about. But yeah. all these vitals <clears throat> that we're going to talk about, we're going to get into, definitely need to cover that. So exactly. lead us with the first one. So the first one is known as values. And basically values is, I think, the most important thing to kind of get everything started because right. that's basically trying to find all the things that kind of, you know, motivates you into doing things. And it kind of, under, like, it helps you understand why you do things. Right. And, you know, it's some of the things that once you understand your values, it kind of helps you push further when you do certain things. Right. It's one of those things that you think about, like, oh, like, why am I doing this? You know, it's one of those things that keeps you going. That's a form of self-identification right, right there. I think, you know, also with values, too, you know, that's kind of an, it is, it is it's pretty interesting that's the first one because I think it is one of the biggest ones because values yeah. is something usually. It's what you stand for. It's what we stand for. And it usually it comes from our family, you know, exactly. our parents and like where we come from, our culture, our background. So, and that's what I was reading. I was reading an article actually that said, especially well, like uh, just it was more pertaining to like the American side, but yeah, it said that like sixty-two percent of Americans believe that their self-identity comes from their families and their values. So you know, it's pretty interesting to 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 see how you're like, oh, you know, your family shapes you. Yeah, exactly. Your family definitely does shape you, and you know, like these values how we're talking about, it really just defines a big part of who we are. Exactly, and I agree wholeheartedly because your family is basically your first set of teachers in right. the beginning. And they definitely kind of bring you up. And at some point, like, yeah, they kind of lose grip on you. But, like, if your family's morals and all those things are kind of strong in you when you're a kid, they'll stay with you for life. But, you know, I definitely think values is a very strong thing to kind of start with to kind of understand yourself. And next we have interest. And interest, as we all know, it's something that usually keeps our attention for a sustained period of time. And, you know, it can help us as far as, like, defining our career path, which is incredibly important. The reason some people do certain jobs is because of their interest. That's a form of self-identity. That's really knowing yourself to its core. Yeah. You know? Like, we love what we do. We love business. It's the reason why we want to do business in the future. Right. Uh, I know a lot of people that do computer stuff because they love computers. That's an interest, you know? And, you know, it makes us happier once we do our job because it's something that we've always loved and really taken interest right. in. Right. And this is probably one of the interests, I feel like, is one of the biggest categories that people just define themselves by. Like yeah. People just... A lot of people... A majority of people, I'd say, just define themselves by like the job they have, or like, exactly. or people in school, like by the grades they get. Like that's how they define themselves, exactly. and that's like a bad thing. You, we're talking about like the whole vital like process. Yeah. You know, there's a bunch, there's a bunch of different subcategories, and uh, interest is usually what people define themselves like. Whatever you work in, that's what you get defined as. Yeah, uh, and that's usually what you see yourself as. Like, oh, if I'm a business person, like, oh, I'm, I'm just I'm like a, I'm just I'm a, a business, business person. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> not a businessman. I'm, I'm a businessman. Business man. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. That's important to realize, too, that we can't just be defined by one thing. If we're just defined by, you know, a job or just by, you know, like any occupation or or anything that we do, I think, you know, it's, you know, it's obviously not a bad thing, but, yeah. you know, I don't want to just be known as like a hard worker, you know, like that's what, yeah, obviously, no, dude. it's like a double-sided, it's like a double-edged sword. Like if you're like, people tell me like I'm a hard worker, you know, it's obviously, you know, I'm like, I take pride it's a good in thing, it. Yeah. It is a good thing, but people would be like, oh, he's just always working. He's just always on that grind. Like, you know, and if I, you know... Uh, like pass all of a sudden like that you know yeah. god forbid but if i do and then that's all i'm defined as then i feel like just me personally like i don't want to just be defined as that you know when it's all yeah. said and done you know just as a hard worker i want there's like so much more and yeah. that you know we can so much more that we add to our arsenals through like this vital that we all got to just be think we all got to think about and be wary of yeah people exactly. just i think just people need to by one thing yeah you know? exactly i think just life has so much more uh, meaning than just you know like a job and uh, you know it does take a like a large majority of our life, to be honest, but to figure out who we are. Hell yeah, yeah, exactly, definitely, it is definitely a big factor of like who identifies us, and you know. Yeah. But ultimately, you know, we gotta 
be well-rounded i'd say exactly. in our self-identification <laughs> and we're trying to figure out who like who we really are yeah and that's kind of funny they said like you wouldn't want to be known as you know just a hard worker because it's crazy like if i if i pass away and like that's all people remember me as like it is kind of crazy like imagine in your tombstone like was a hard worker like, <laughs> yeah that's exactly. all they're gonna remember you as like that that guy was just a real hard working guy just, yeah on that tomb just on that grind <laughs> yeah just on that grind even after that you'll still be on your grind bro like, literally uh-huh. you'll be uh, yeah but yeah. definitely something crazy to consider yeah definitely something crazy to consider yeah and you know that's not the i mean we only just talked about the values and interests but you know we have some other ones that right. we, we want to talk about too definitely. so hit us off with that all right so next we got temperament in the vitals you know we got the values interest and the t which is the temperament yes, and that basically means uh what you prefer to do and things such as you know if you're either an introvert or an extrovert and knowing what uh you are early on to help avoid you know situations that you don't like possibly yeah and i think that one's a really big one this is basically the the kind of like stand your ground type of part of your life where you kind of see what you really are about and if that's not what you're about you kind of stand your ground you know like i kind of read about this and i read stories about people i've always read stories about people where you know, in pursuit of trying to find themselves, right. they end up trying to please other people. You know, like this guy, he grew up in the 60s. And in the 60s, they really valued, like, being spontaneous and all that stuff. And this guy was not a spontaneous guy. But right. in trying to force himself to be spontaneous, he's all like, I wasted a majority of my life and I wasn't happy. So right. this is basically the point in your life where you kind of should try to figure out what it is you stand for and, you know, stand on it. And if that means you're going to stand on something alone, then do it. You know? Right. I definitely, you know, I definitely agree. And I think a lot of people, you know could really it's really a black or white question like whether you're introverted or extroverted that's yeah. kind of like i'm kind of thinking about too and with me you know i always you know I'm, i've always been introverted but yeah. like the way i want to do things in the future and like my en- endeavors and like just you know being in the process of business like it's hard to not to just be introverted you know it's yeah. not an introverted like career <laughs> especially if you want to like succeed in it so that's why you know like that i got to be extroverted but like kind of, kind of comes with a conflict with who i am but yeah you know, it's kind of, you could be, I think, you know, there's a good combination of good middle grounds to be both, you know, like I could be introverted, but when I really need to do it, like you gotta be, you can be extroverted Gotta too. switch it, yeah, you gotta switch, yeah. And that's like a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people, I think, you know, it's okay to be, you know, one thing or the other, but I think just being like both, just being just purely an introvert or purely an extrovert, I feel yeah. like sometimes it is like, they both have their pros and cons, you know. So. Yeah, I agree. I, I would say like for me personally, like I'm more of an ambivert. So that basically means that I'm kind of like in the middle of both. Uh, and that means that, you know, I really know when I have to kind of switch myself. When I want to be introvert, I'll be an introvert. And when I have to be an extrovert, like I'll be an extrovert. And it's kind of cool because like you get the best of both worlds. I don't have to be just one person. Like right. I could be two different people. And, you know, at some point it does get kind of like, oh, man, like who who am I really? But, you know, I know who I am. Like I was able to say that I'm an ambivert because I know who I am. You know? Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I definitely. Yeah. I mean. I learned something new right there. I didn't know there's such thing as an ambivert. So there's that's definitely something I'm at like the arsenal. But yeah, yeah. I mean, ultimately, you got to really decide like who you are. You know, introvert or extrovert, or even ambivert, like we're saying like that. Yeah. And I guess just knowing that and kind of just really uh, staying grounded and like you know that'll definitely help yourself identification. Like I know, yeah, you know, really 100%. get to know yourself exactly. So exactly. I definitely think that's just a definitely important topic to think about. Yeah. And then uh, as far as uh, the next one, you know, is we're talking, we're talking about around the clock activities, which kind of refers to more your biorhythms, which basically means like finding out what works best for your body, you know, versus, you know, being a morning person or like a night person. Yeah. And, you know, once you understand, you know, what's best for you and your body will respond to what's be- uh, best for that and you'll be able to perform at a higher level. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, I know a bunch of people and 
who are either morning person or night person. I know both people on the, on yeah. the spectrum. I think we're both on that spectrum. Exactly. I think you're more of a night person. I'm more of a morning yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. Like, I could withstand being, like, and that's not to say I won't be up early. Like, I could be up early, and I'm pretty sure right, you could yeah. be up yeah, late, exactly. too. It's just that what our bodies prefer, what they're more used to. Like, I could withstand being, like, up later. But that's just how my body works, and your body just yeah. gives out. By, ele- yeah. <laughs> By 11, I'm in bed. I'm like that sleepy Joe. You already know what I'm saying, but... Yeah, yeah. But I could be up at four. If you tell me to be up at four, I'll be up at four. Yeah, five, exactly. Yeah. yeah, same, same here. Like, if I have to wake up early, I'll, I'll get up early too. Like, it's just about balance. But, you know, what that basically means though is like, if you know what you're like, who you really are, morning person or night person, it's basically saying like, you should kind of go off of that because that's where more of your strength is. For example, if you're a morning person, that's when you should do most of your studying. That's when you should be doing most of your work because yeah. that's when your body's going to respond best to all that kind of stuff. Right. If you're a night person, do it at night and your body's going to respond the same way too. That's when you have the most energy. You know, when it comes to this too, like you really have to like narrow it down. And this one, out of all of them that, you know, we're going to talk about, I think this one's the easiest, if I'm being honest, because with time you'll get to see like as soon as you wake up, you'll know if you're a morning person or not. Yeah, just you got to experiment with it. You know, yeah. I think some people just think like, oh, you know, I stay up late till like three in the morning watching Netflix or playing video yeah. games. And that's not what we mean. Like, obviously, yeah. you know, you're going to be like, if you mm-hmm. fall into like a certain addiction and, you know, and that happens to be at night, then, you know, I don't think that really defines, you know, or like it's part of your self-identification. Yeah. I think you really got to experiment with both and see what works better for you in terms of like your health. You know? Exactly. Some people, you know, might uh, always just be up late, but then once they start waking up early, like, hey, I found myself being really productive early and I could get yeah. stuff more done early. And then later on, I'm like down, I'm like down to rest and I could do it easier exactly. versus, you know, like, I, you know, I don't think just being a night person you know like just playing video games and all that towards like late at night that doesn't make you a night person like an actual exactly. night person you got to be like productive with these exactly. times and you know that's just also something like something you got to be wary and cautious about yeah yeah that, that's actually funny that you mentioned that because like the stereotype with being a morning person and a night person is that morning person always gets like everything done they're productive and night people are night people because they're just watching netflix and wasting time but you know, in the case of both of us, like, as we're talking about, that's not what it means at all, actually. Right. That just means that we're productive at two different times of the day, and right. we're still getting the same amount of work done. It just means that we're just doing it at different times, you know, because if you're, like, you could be a morning person, but as soon as you wake up, you could consume a bunch of Netflix and do nothing for half the day and then pick up two. Right. And then the same goes for night person. Like, you could stay up all night and watch Netflix and do nothing, and you you didn't get anywhere, so that's not what we mean at all. Actually. Yeah, exactly. So overall, I think just what we mean from there is like just finding what time you're productive at. You know, it could even yeah. be I guess the middle of the day. You know, if yeah. you're really you know like uh like um like just different like PM, that. Yeah. Exactly, but that's just what we mean. You know, a morning or if you're either like a morning or uh, night a person. night person, yeah, yeah, just finding out what uh, works for you and what uh, time works for you that you're the most productive is definitely probably what we mean by around the clock activities. Yeah, yeah. That was that was an interesting one. Um, it, it's kind of crazy how we kind of start ourselves that we're two different ends of the spectrum, but you know, we still get the same amount of work done. But that's definitely. basically what we mean. 1,000%. And you know, for the next one, for the L, we're at life mission and goals. And this one is basically around the idea where you kind of ask yourself what has been the most meaningful event that has ever happened in your life. And you kind of think about it, really assess it. And then you think about like, huh, Maybe I have a hidden talent in that kind of thing. And right. let me let me explain that a little bit. Um, in a story that I read about, um, some lady said that when she was asked that question about what the most meaningful event that she's ever experienced was, it was the day that she had to take care of her father on his dying bed. Okay. And she felt like it was really meaningful to her because she felt that it was her calling to take care of people. Oh. So after that, she actually became a nurse. 
So oh, wow. yeah, that's kind of crazy. So it's once you kind of realize what kind of made you really like change or like wow, that was kind of crazy is when you really see like you know what maybe I want to start doing this more. Yeah, I, it's pretty interesting you say that because I think you know that kind of leads on to something else too. Like I think sometimes you just need like a day to yourself to think about yeah. all this stuff about your future, about who you really want to be identified as, and like yeah. how your life mission and and like goals how we're talking about. Yeah, it's just important to take a day and just really think about that, write it down. And then just kind of uh, create a plan and execute because yeah. I think it's just definitely important. You know, I think just more people need to do that. Just, you know, people do that for work. People plan out their, you know, their days, but they need to really just kind of think about and take a day to like, hey, you know, what do I want from this life? And you yeah. know, how can I continue forward and getting to who I want to be and like exactly. self-identified as? Exactly. And that's kind of funny you say that because that is crazy. Like most of the time we'll be planning out our days, our weeks, things that we want to do short term, even long term. But we never think about what it is that we want out of life. Right. Like we're always thinking about what we want like now. And it's never anything life related, really. It's always like, oh, I want to own this house or, you know, I want to get married by this time and this. And, you know, those those things are life related. But like, what do you want overall from life? Like, what do you want to do? Like, you know, some people's life mission and goal is, you know, to give back or to change their community or elevate their community, you know? Right. That's some people's life mission and goals. And for others, it's just like, I want to buy a house. And there's nothing wrong with either. But it's just like, you know, I don't feel like that's the full meaning of life, you know, just kind of yeah. being like that. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I definitely agree with you there. But I think, you know, I think just as humans and how like social we are and the need for like our interaction with each other, I think just helping each other. If, if you're if you're stuck on finding like a life mission and goal. Yeah. Just helping each other out or just doing something, you know, other than for yourself is definitely something that you know, we'll definitely, like, you, you'll find life in it, you know? Yeah. I think that's definitely something, whether you're helping somebody out or helping or talking to, like, uh, you know, kids or just, you know, I think people just find joy in helping people out. So if yeah. you can find, you know, I think a lot, I think everybody's life mission, just me personally, I think we always got to help people. We got to always, like, elevate people and, you know, that definitely, like, give you life and, you know, be a big part of, you know, I think helping one's self-identification because exactly. that's definitely something important. That's what happened with me, you know, I feel personally, you know, um, just kind of experiencing different things and, you know, just talking to like different people and, you know, just, you know, dabbling, you know, and helping, you know, the youth out or just uh, talking to people about finances. I yeah. like that's kind of become one of my like passions. And I feel like one of my life missions and goals, exactly. I always just want to help people. I always want to give back and not just, you know, with money or like wealth, you know, which I think uh, I'm going to be one day. I definitely am going to be able to do it at a level <laughs> yeah. that I want to for sure. Cause I know God's going to bless me, but I just think, you know, talking to people and like really interacting with them and helping them mentally and you know finding things that like you know like helping them with their self-identification yeah that's become like a life mission and that's what you know keeps me going you know not my job you know not uh like all these like the riches i you know i know i'm gonna attain but yeah. just you know looking at the bigger picture of things and yeah. something like that i think is definitely to feel like fulfill your life and it's one thing i definitely recommend if you're like like you can't find like a life mission and goal that you want to set for yourself just just uh, help people you know and yeah. just find a way that you like helping people because there's yeah. different ways to help people but you know that's what i would say like a life like life mission you know, i went on a tangent but that's definitely something <laughs> that you know i yeah you know i'm passionate about you know it's definitely exactly. something you know you can, i think you can see it but yeah that's definitely one thing you know if you if you're uh, showing to find a life mission and goal start helping people exactly i feel like once you start helping people you kind of realize what you really like and right you, you said it right right now like you don't just have to do the same thing when it comes to helping people like Sometimes the most obvious way of helping people that people associate is giving money. And there's nothing wrong with that. Some no, people no. really need like help with money of and course. financial stuff, you know. But there are other ways to help people. I know that, you know, for example, older people, 
one way to give back to them is you know they like being heard like a lot of times people put yeah, them in retirement like homes listening. and and you know nobody ever talks to them and does anything with them and you know like sometimes all they want they don't even want your money all they want is to be heard like right. somebody to tell them a story and talk to them you know there's all kinds of ways like for example our community like what we're doing now like we're trying to motivate you guys and teach you some new things right exactly that's our way of helping our community you know yeah exactly you know we don't see this as like a, uh you know it, it is it is kind of you know, a lot of the processes do involve like a job yeah. aspect but we this is what we love doing and we think exactly. you know we're providing a, a you know a, a certain valuation to society with like what we do and we're exactly. continuing to do it at a high level and that's why you know it's always exciting you know we're always excited to come in and like talk to you guys because yeah it's something you know we're passionate about and you know we're helping people out so that's just one thing that gives us you know meaning to i think more meaning to our lives as soon as we started this podcast so exactly that's what i'm saying you know just start doing things like this start like discovering yourself and start you know just finding a way to create uh value for others through you know whatever you know i'm pretty sure you know i know for a fact everybody has like a certain passion or a certain thing they 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 could talk about so or just express to others so yeah definitely exactly yeah nobody's passion is to go to nine to five i guarantee you that nobody's passion is that but (laughs) Anyways, Classic um, nine to five. yeah, fuck the nine to five. But um, for our hey, last, hey, what about the five to nine? Fuck the five to nine too. <laughs> I think that's even worse, bro. <laughs> yeah, the fuck that one. But you know, for our last part of the vitals is um strengths, and you know, this is the thing with strengths. Um, it's not limited to just talents and abilities, which is something that will always like even me. I always associated that with just like talents and abilities. But another thing that is a strength, too, is, like, your emotional intelligence, your ability right. to actually listen to people. I even read that loyalty could be considered a strength. And oh, it's yeah, crazy sure. how nobody even thinks about that, you know? Like, those are things that actually kind of, you know, define you to a certain sense, you know? Like, for example, like, even, for example, hearing, like, somebody say, like, oh, you have a soothing voice. Like, that's a strength, bro. Like, nobody, not a lot of people have a soothing voice. Like, all that ASMR stuff. That takes a little bit of talent, just yeah. a tad bit of talent, but it takes some talent, I tell right. you. But um, it really does help you understand who you are. And, you know, part of the reason why I kind of started the podcast is because of a strength that I always felt that I had. And that's, you know, storytelling or delivering information. Like, I always felt that I was very good at doing that kind of stuff because whenever right. I talk to people or tell them a story or something or even a few jokes or funny things, like, people would listen People would be captivated with the tension, and it led me to being like, hey, like, what if I actually do a podcast? You know? Right. So that's one of the ways that I kind of found of like my calling in a sense through like self identification. And in this one, particularly in strengths, that's how I kind of came to podcasting now. No, yeah, definitely. You know, I think that's like a good example of how you use, you know, your anecdotal, you know, experience to really capture what like the strength is, you know, yeah. and how, you know, you're creating it to be like a value kind of what we're talking about with like the life and mission, you know, it's yeah. uh, uh, this all connects guys, but you know, that's what I, I think so too, you know, just, you know, strengths is obviously, you know, your natural talents and abilities, which I think we all have. Yeah, I we, think we, so. We, Everybody we, does. We definitely, you know, it might not be, you know, like athletic or, you know, all that, but like we said, we all do have these natural abilities that each one of ourselves, like you were saying with your storytelling and, you know, making people laugh and, yeah. you know, you're like how you're saying with loyalty, like all those are strengths, guys. So if you guys, so that's, that's why it's important to really self-identify with yourself and really think about and take a day to really just kind of think about like, hey, like what am I actually good at? You know, not just, you know, my natural talents and abilities, but like what could I provide with people just like with your like emotional challenges like can I exactly some people could light up the room just like what as soon as they walk in with their energy you know some people have high energy yeah some people you know are just like more uh chill and relaxing you know, like they're good people like hey I could yeah. talk to this person and you know yeah exactly and just kind of you know uh, build more value off of it that's what I'd say you know and kind of 
uh, help others with like that uh, aspect of your strength too. Yeah. So all this connects and, you know, I think just with me personally, you know, I always uh, believe that was, you know, I had a, a talent, you know, just a natural talent and ability to, you know, give good advice and, you know, good, you know, just wisdom. I think that's definitely like one yeah. of my talents that I self-identified as and, you know, I confirmed with God and I think, you know, just, I think, and then with Jose, I think we just have a definitely good like balance in like chemistry and, you know, yeah. definitely, and then just our motives are right. And there's nothing, you know, I think, you know, this podcast can accomplish with like this, how we are. And that's what everybody else like needs to think too, you know, just exactly. really self-identify and find what you're good at uh, in terms of like your emotional abilities and kind of capitalize off that and build off that and, you know, create value to, you know, the people that you know, need it, you know, cause exactly. everybody, everybody needs something, you know, in this lifetime and exactly. we all have something to offer. So that's that. Yeah, exactly. And basically in knowing how to like, those are all the processes or the steps to kind of, you know, find a way to self identify. And, you know, in knowing how to basically make your own self identification, I feel like you could really open a whole new world and it leads you to a whole bunch of new opportunities. It helps you become happier. Um, it really makes you understand who you really are. And, you know, when you have all those things with you, like, you kind of understand, like, a, a lot of things, you know, you become a better decision maker, right. like, no more internal conflicts, like, really knowing who you are, like, literally is just, like, a game changer if you think about it, and it's really, like, underrated because I don't think a lot of people think about that, like, a lot of times we're thinking about, like, how can we satisfy others and make other people happy and kind of mold towards that, right. but in reality, we should be focusing on making ourselves happy first and once we make ourselves happy, like the collective, the community in general starts becoming happy on their own, too. So, um, you know, realizing what your strengths and weaknesses are, like kind of help you out a lot, too. So. Yeah, definitely. You know, and kind of like going back to, I'd say, like the family, like the family aspect, you know, a lot of our strengths and, you know, stuff like that can come from our family, too. You know, and exactly. That's uh, one thing that I think we always just I just got to reiterate that because I think that's so important with the family. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, your family you know, might have uh, been going through like some certain things, you know, maybe uh, they're like defined, your family is defined as like a certain image. That doesn't mean that you have to be defined by the same thing too. I think exactly. Because nope. you know? yep. I mean, I know like there's like a lot of people who's like that, like, you know, alcoholism or addiction runs through like their family. You know, yeah. it's always like come in and that doesn't mean you got to be defined as that. And you exactly. can always change, you know, you could always be this, the turning leaf. Like exactly. for your family, you could always be the turning leaf and you create your own story. Exactly. You're not, you know, you're not self, that's a important thing. You know, you're not just self-identified by your family. You know, it's, a, it's definitely important to kind of break from that image and kind of create your own identity. Exactly. And I think it's just like, some, uh, I was just kind of thinking about that when we're all talking about this, because you know how we're saying that family is probably one of the most important things that people self-identify as. Yeah. I think that's an important aspect because yeah. people really kind of just, if they identify themselves from their family, you know, a lot of things are wrong with like a lot of different families, you know, yeah. like how I was saying alcoholism, maybe some addiction or, you know, like they were like, you know, separation or something like that at that point. And yeah. that doesn't mean you got to be defined as that, you know, we all create our own story. We all can create our own things. And that's why it's important that, you know, we uh, list all these vitals, take a day yeah. and really kind of just, uh, set assess ourselves, ourselves assess yeah. ourselves and really like self-identify just to really you know get to that angle of you know being successful like and happy exactly real. no and i mean that that is true like if you if you like allow like your family to just kind of define you for who you are like you could run into some trouble too like there's nothing wrong with that but it's only there's nothing wrong with it if your family is like for the most part pretty good like if you have a family full of alcoholics or people that do like a lot of shady stuff like if your family's been in organized crime or 
a bunch of things like that. Like that's not a good thing to kind of follow through like and follow right. that pattern. You know, you want to break away for yourself and you kind of want to just do things for your like to be unique, kind of stray away from that. And that could mean a lot of things. You know, you could end up having a better relationship with your family, but you'll right. overall be happier. And right. that's part of self-identifying. That's the temperament part. Yeah, you have to exactly. stand on your own hill. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent like what you're saying. And I think it's definitely important. You know, I think especially as you know, Hispanics who's like a uh, family immigrated, I think we could take from like the two sides of the leaf from here. You know, our families, I've always, I know, I know like your family and my family. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys out there who are like, uh, like Latinos that are in, in college or anything that, and they're in your families. I've always said like, oh, we're doing, you know, we're working, you know, like in construction, we're doing all this. So yeah. you wouldn't have to go through like the same experiences and, you know, you don't have to like go through like these like same struggles because you want a better life for you. Yeah. And that doesn't only apply, you know, just like, in terms of, like the physical aspect yeah it involves like the spirit like the you know the spiritual and like the emotional aspect as well you know yeah you, you can see your parents you're like hey you know like they went through a lot of things and as a result of those things that they went through a lot of like emotional traumas and everything they they act a certain way or they have like certain habits that you know may not have, have been good and that's why exactly. it's important to you know really think about that too you know yeah apply that concept to your mind too like hey my parents came here to like live a you know but give me a better life and not that doesn't only involve you know just getting money that involves also kind of breaking away from like anything that could come with those family ties that have been yeah. negative you know like how we're saying so all that is definitely important and you know it's definitely vital you could say yeah, yeah it is vital to success yeah <laughs> and to our self-identification too but you know another part that we didn't talk about that also is kind of important i mean we did touch upon it a little bit about strengths but you know we have to talk about like Strengths and weaknesses too, like that yeah. also makes up our whole self identification. Yeah, and it might be more important than the strengths. Exactly, exactly. And here's the thing: when you know strengths and weaknesses, like as I said, the world opens up to you in a way that maybe you didn't really see it as before. Right. And it kind of allows you for like a new sense of entitlement, so to speak. Um, when you know your strengths, you kind of work on perfecting and maintaining that strength, and you know, kind of falling through and you know, making it better, kind of honing that skill. When you know your weakness, you know, a lot of times people tend to avoid it and avoid talking about it and just leave a weakness as a weakness. But, you know, when you understand your weakness, you know, you could really work on it. And actually, eventually, that weakness eventually turns into a strength. Right. And I think that that's something that's really important that people should be thinking about as far as strengths and weaknesses. Like, weaknesses are just as important as a strength. And, you know, our strengths and weaknesses are what define us. So... If you have a really strong strength, but a really weak weakness, by default, and it is kind of crazy, people are always going to look at, you know, the bad side of you. And they're always going to look at your weakness. But if you really work on that weakness, and you really try to make it to its most minimal point, I guarantee you, you know, people's perception of you will change, you know. And, you know, it'll help your self-identification as well, too. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like you were saying, you know, just it's important to focus on your weaknesses just as much as your strengths. And... That's what I kind of like, I think just growing up, that's what that does to you. know, you're always, especially how, you know, how we're saying, you're saying that cat fact, how people are so insecure sometimes, they just focus on their strengths and try like to build off that and kind of push yeah. it too much and they don't end up growing because they don't focus on their weaknesses. Exactly. And I think, you know, just correcting those weaknesses and really focusing and honing in on those, like more, even more so than working on your strengths can yeah. actually be a benefit to you. So I think just working on your weaknesses and, you know, I know I have a lot of weaknesses right now that yeah. I think <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I know for a thousand percent if I worked on all my weaknesses more than I work continue working on my strengths that I'd definitely be, you know, in a better position than exactly. I am right now, you know, like that. Yeah. And 
you know, it's just definitely important, you know, like that. You couldn't have said any better with all you were saying with the weaknesses. You know, we just got to really focus and hone in on these weaknesses and, you know, capitalize them so we can become, you know, that person who we wish to self-identify as. And when it's all said and done, you know, uh, our weaknesses, you know, obviously, you know, like how you're saying, you know, that people will focus on them. But yeah. if we work on those weaknesses, you know, then what is there to focus on, you know? Exactly. Nothing. And, you know, like... We're talking about all this stuff too, but you know, we've actually been at that end of the spectrum where we oh, have yeah. to like identify our own strengths and weaknesses, uh-huh. you know. Like as I said right now, one of my biggest strengths was storytelling, you know, being able to captivate people's attention, but it's also, you know, being disciplined and, you know, kind of being incredibly driven to do what I love and what I want to do. Like I've always been really good at that kind of stuff. Whatever right. I want to do, I'll do. And whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm gonna keep on doing. But one of my biggest biggest I said bigness, one of my biggest weaknesses <laughs> that I've had is that I've always been very critical about the things that I do and the person that I am. And I think that that for the longest was something that was very hard on me. Right. I think because it didn't allow me to be happy because I held myself to some scale that was all the way up here when I could have just been right here and been just as happy and felt just as accomplished. And, you know, to really get to a stage where I felt happy with myself and kind of worked on that weakness, it took a lot of work. And it also took me a, a while to be like, you know what? I identified it. What am I going to do with it? And, you know, I try to work on it as much as I can, you know, with little exercises by, you know, trying to write down what I was grateful for, what I feel like I'm good at. And when I, whenever I did work on a project or did something, you know, I'd be like, what did I do? Was this good enough? Yeah, for the most part, it was good enough. And it eventually get, got me to that point where, you know, I started becoming happier with who I was and the work that I was doing. And it leads me to the point right now where, you know, a lot of things that I do now, I feel pretty happy and accomplished with what I do. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, you couldn't have said any better. And, you know, just like you're saying, you know, you just see your, you know, your weaknesses and how you're talking about them. It just kind of, you know, I think a lot of people can relate to that. A lot of, yeah. you know, they always say that, you know, we're our biggest critics. Yeah, we're we our own biggest critics. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. And that's, you know, if you have that problem right now, you just got to really build on it and really kind of just uh, set up, you know, obviously we all set up a high bar for ourselves. But, exactly. you know. It's important to be easy on ourselves too sometimes, and kind of because it takes the uh, enjoyment and fulfillment of our lives. But yeah. I mean, weaknesses definitely an important aspect, just as important as the strengths. Exactly, that's take away from that right there. Exactly, mm-hmm. no, without a doubt, it it is very important, and it's just something that's overlooked because, I mean, by default, we're not going to want to look at the negative parts of us and what's something that's holding us back. But if we always ignore it for a long time, I mean, that thing that might have been small at first keeps on getting bigger and bigger and bigger and it just weighs you down until there's a point where it becomes so big that you know the rest of your life you're going to try to find a way to compensate and you never will so just handle things as they kind of come you know whatever weakness you have at the moment handle it now and you know if you handle stuff in the present then the future will take care of itself really yep exactly you can have said that any better and finally you know wrap it up you know do we what what are your tips and takeaways from like what we talked about today so basically my tips on self-identification and you know any advice i have is always remain true to yourself that's probably one of the biggest parts of self-identification like you have to find out what kind of like defines you what motivates you what you stand for what makes you happy like the main emphasis is basically you um you kind of have to do all that work it's a lot of internal stuff and it's all about you so it takes a lot of time right but you know this is like something that's i feel like overlooked a lot of times like self-identification and being true to yourself is something that's overlooked like people mention it a lot but it's still overlooked because nobody really does it and it's something that really like makes the difference between a happy and successful life and a miserable and unsuccessful life so i think that that's one of the most important things and you know do things for yourself and you know 
Don't worry about anything else that's going on, especially if it's not really something that pertains to you or would affect you. Um, just kind of follow through on that, you know. Um, yeah. Happiness and success comes within and from accepting, not from other people's perceptions of how you should be or society's model on how you should be. It comes from within and accepting yourself is the most important part. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, you know, with that. And, you know, definitely a lot of good takeaways and tips from that. And I definitely just going to keep it nice and, you know, uh, simple and short. But, you know, self-identity, knowing about yourself is a lost art and could be like the key to feeling one of the many missing holes in one's lives. Yeah. And it's important to be defined as just more than one thing. So you got to experience life to the fullest, uh, add as much attributes and, you know, uh, all social social characteristics like we were saying. Yeah. And then, you know, once you do that, you can live life to the fullest because, you know, life is short. So we yeah. got to really, you know, really hone in and be and think about like what we'd be identified as. And like, as we said, when it's all said and done, exactly. it's all going to be all said and done. So who do you want to be defined as? Exactly. Is, you know, definitely the last question. But, you know, definitely a great episode today. Yeah, it was a really good one. And, you know, it's something that I felt like it's just as important as anything else that we've talked about when it comes to like success like success isn't measured by just money and wealth and all those nice things that you own it's also about like your ability to be happy and enjoy what you do and i feel like this is a very like important episode like self-identifying is something that's really important i hope that for all those that are listening like you really take this and you know take everything as we say as we've always said with the grain of salt and do your own research but hopefully people look at this and they're like hey i can actually apply some of these in my life and you know Become a happier and more successful person. That's what we ultimately want from all the people that listen here at that talk. Yeah, 100%. You know, we thank you guys for listening to this episode. Uh, just remember to check out our website, www.thattalkpod.com to, you know, find our YouTube our YouTube videos, uh, find our other episodes and check those out. And we're excited for the future and I hope to see you guys next week here at That Talk Pod. Thank yeah. you guys. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Jose. And I'm Jonathan. Have a great day. See you guys next time. Peace.